Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Punch, Kick, Choke, Chat. My name is Sean Benson. I'm one of your hosts. And tonight we're having a host chat with a, a very extra special twist. And so we're not going to jump right into a question the way we have been doing with our guests. I'm going to introduce my teachers who are the co-hosts. And then Sensei Dolphin is going to introduce our special guest tonight. And we're going to jump right into talking about our special episode about what we're talking about. So I just want to introduce Sensei Randy Dolphin. He's a seventh degree black belt in Legacy Shoranru Karate Jitsu and Matsumoto. Murahakatsuru White Crane, as well as a fourth degree black belt in Muso Jikiden Ishin Ryu Iaido. Sensei Nicholas Suino, who's an eighth degree black belt in Muso Jikiden Ishin Ryu Iaido, and also a sixth degree black belt in Judo and Japanese Jiu Jitsu, and runs and had founded the Japanese Martial Arts Center. And Hanshi Gary Legacy, 10th degree black belt, founder of Legacy Shoranru Karate Jitsu, as well as the Canadian Matsumura Hakatsuru White Crane Association, also black belt in the Ido, and Sensei Dauphin. Who else we got on the call? Well, we got you, Benson, who's a fifth degree black belt in Legacy Shoranru and a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under one of the premier instructors, as I've learned, in Canada. Um, and we got Hanchitarian, who I've done so much cool shit with now. Like in the last three, four years, him and I have done so much cool shit. And everybody on this call has done so much cool shit with him. And we got the champ, Johnny Viterio. And I like to say this, you know, Sean, how you say, if you don't like what we're going to say, you can go eat a bag of dicks. I like to say, if you don't know who Johnny Viterio is, you should go throw yourself off a bridge somewhere because you're a waste of time. You don't know who he is um so for me personally he's like the person who got me into martial arts and inspired me to become a martial artist when i watched him fight when i was 13 years old and so i'm so excited to have this conversation tonight i actually don't even care who's watching it's just fun to be it's already been if anybody can saw the last 10 minutes of conversation they would have realized why we like each other so much um, yeah and tonight sean we're gonna be talking about capital conquest um, really important event that's coming up and I cannot tell you how excited I am to go to Capital Conquest and see everybody and train with everybody and teach. It's going to be outstanding. So mm -hmm. back to you, Sean. Great. Well, you know, Sensei was saying the word shit a few times before it started. And then he said what I like to say, which is, you know, uh, you're, you're watching six adults have a conversation. And normally what I say is if you don't like what we're talking about or you feel offended, you can eat a bag of dicks. So tonight, because the Sensei Dolphin dropping the S word, I'm going to say you can eat a bag of shit dicks. Um, and that's that's even worse. So if no, you're 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 privy to a conversation that we're happy to have you with. And in fact, we want you to partake in. Uh, but also, we're not going to censor ourselves to have you along with us. Uh, we do want you to partake in this chat. Uh, for those of you who uh, are here on the Zoom call, we're so grateful you're here. And at the bottom, there's a chat button. And uh, that's going to get lit up right now by our host. Um, I'm not sure if it's Robert or Andre tonight. Who's, who's behind the scenes tonight? It's Andre tonight. Robert's hey. around supervising, but it's Andre. Awesome. So Andre's going to light that up. And if you see that at the bottom of your screen, that's where if you have any questions for us or for our guests, um, we're going to be driving this in a pretty specific direction about this incredible event. And then if you're watching on uh, YouTube, hit that subscribe, smash that like button. And the same if you're listening on the podcast later, because we're so glad you're here with us on Punch, Kick, Choke, Chat. Um, so uh, who wants to reveal the news before we get into this? Sensei Ofa? Well, I just want to say that uh, I just want to say hi to Hunchy Patrick McCarthy, who just jumped in from Okinawa to join the call. So just want to say welcome and nice All to right. see you. 
Real Very pleasure nice. to have you, Sensei. And anybody who's part of the show uh, lately, please go back and find our interview with him. That was one of our first interviews. And, you know, it was really lovely of him to come on when the show was new and hadn't really shown uh, itself yet. So, you know, he really trusted the show with his time. So that's lovely. Um, what do you think, Sensei? Don't fast, Sensei Suido. Who wants to break the news of our new uh, exciting toy? Sensei Suido should. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm happy to announce that Punch Kick Choke Chat has its own official website now, and it's glorious, mm. um, and you are going to love it. It has all the old episodes on it, including ones with most of the gentlemen on this call um, and many, many other people. It's going to be a ton of information on that website coming up. Um, we have merchandise you can get to. Um, you can get, eventually, you'll be able to get on a sign-up sheet so you can get get updates uh, from us on a regular basis. Um, it's a big step in the punch, kick, choke, chat, world domination scheme. Um, and you can find it at punchkickchokechat.com. Punchkickchokechat.com. I mean, oh, and uh, by the way, thanks, Andre. He just threw that up in, in the link below. So if you're, if you're listening, listen with one ear and eye while you check out the website right now. Give us that traffic. We're so excited about this. I mean, this show has been real since day one, but like Sensei Suino said, this just went great. Here you can find all of it. You can find the archives. You can buy some merch. Hey, Sean. And also, I want to say that's why I like calling Sensei Suino Sensei because he talks about world domination. How <laughs> 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 can you not call somebody like that Sensei? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's got and he's got allegedly some weapons to help with that world domination. <laughs> um, I'm sure we just got flagged by some uh, something combing, some NSA combing. Um, so let's jump into our chat here. Anshu um, Terry, why don't you kick us off and just tell us why we're all here and what we're all excited about. Give us as much info as you like. Well, we're here to celebrate, uh, to talk about uh, Capital Conquest, which this year we're celebrating 30th anniversary, 30 years of Capital Conquest. And... Um, <laughs> it's going to be a dandy one. You know, it's going to happen on the November 4, 5, and 6. And those of you that have been to Capital Conquest will still be amazed and impressed. It's been three years. We have not been there. And those that are new, we're going to educate you tonight and tell you that this year it's going to be a bit <coughs> sure, but it will also be part of the history of martial arts. It's going to be a historical event because we've been shut down uh, for three years and now our mission is to let all martial artists, all school owners know that we are back and we're back solid in martial arts. That was enough lockdown. And, um, and the event is composed of a whole bunch of different happening and something that is great. We, let's start with the Friday night uh, at Capital Conquest this year, we have participants from 15 countries. M most of the people coming, uh, Jean-Yves Terrio has been there since the first Capital Conquest. I'll switch things to him there in a minute. And I've been there, of course, since the first one. And there's many people we have not seen in three years. So it's going to be a great and an unbelievable meet and greet. So on the Friday night, to, to make a, a meet and greet even better, from 6 to 6.30, it's going to be a photo opportunity with three world kickboxing champions, Jaif Terrio, Daryl Anigan, and Ben Ledoussard. 
to a half an hour, you can bring your phones, you know, bring your camera and go home with the uh, incredible souvenir. And we are going to have a little surprise also about those three world champion at the meet and greet. And at 6.30 to 7 o'clock, we are going to have a taiko drumming group. It's going to be a concert. So it's free photo op, free taiko drumming concert. But then at 7.30, we have pure action, unbelievable action in kickboxing. And I'm going to let the champ speak about the Iceman kickboxing event happening on Friday night. Champ, take it from there. Thank you. That, uh, that's a great uh, way to open the, the weekend. We have a great weekend for everybody that's coming in. The new people, you're gonna, you guys are going to be blown away. The people that have been here before, uh, we can see each, we see new fr uh, friends, make new friends, obviously see old friends. And I want to see those guys uh, for the first time in a couple of years uh, at ringside. Uh, we have a great show. Uh, we have about 10 fights, evidently. Uh, uh, what we try to do in the Iceman circuit is to show some beginners uh, to open the show. And in the middle of the show, we, go, we have intermediate fighters. And at the end of the show, or the, the third uh, segment, we have uh, more experienced fighters. So it gets better and better every time that uh, somebody gets into the ring. So um, anytime that I do something like this, um, there's a parallel that I create between when I was fighting and when I'm preparing an event every couple of weeks, I, I, I take a list, uh, uh, make sure that I check the list. And uh, two weeks later, uh, I have to be somewhere else. And two weeks later, I have to be somewhere else. And as we get closer, um, well, ask my daughters and my wife how uh, uh, focused I am. I'm not, I'm not really nice. <laughs> I'm, really very, I'm, I'm very focused. I'm going to make sure that everybody uh, has a good time. And evidently, we have to uh, pre prepare the fighters properly we have to uh, protect them uh, register the whole bit there's a lot of things that we have to do but uh, to me it's a uh, one of the pleasures that i really enjoy uh, my after career hey champ i i we were joking before the call uh, and i said that uh <coughs> the last time we went to that event you were actually fighting in it you and ben fought each other and also, Sensei Sloki and Bill Superfoot Wallace fought in that event, which was awesome to see that. But I joked around because I said that Hunchy Terry and after the event, Sensei Legacy and I were standing there and he said, hey, do you want to go in the ring with the champ? And then all of a sudden, Hunchy Terry was standing there by himself and we were in the <laughs> ring with you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's a great event. I can't wait to go again. It's, 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 you got to start, you got to start with a bang. And, and uh, Jean-Yves and I have been friends. He, there was a student teacher relationship. There was a fighter manager relationship and there's best friend relationship, but all of that put together, it's more than 50 years. So you cannot do a weekend like that without creating Iceman excitement and Anchi excitement. And when you put it together, somebody recently said it, it's TNT, Terio and Terrier, and it spells kaboom, you know? So we've got a very good and awesome weekend planned. And it starts Friday night. And actually, when Jaive mentioned something uh, earlier, he said, uh, we've got people coming in on Tuesday because they come from Europe. So they want to make a week. They come in Tuesday, some are coming in Wednesday. 
Some are flying in on Thursday, but Friday is when everybody comes in. And Friday noon, we've got uh, a lunch at one of the, at Naples Pizza, which is 15 minutes walk maximum from the hotel, where there's gonna be 30, 40 people at 11.30 meeting and a lot of people we have not seen. And then of course, I'll drop in for maybe an hour and then I gotta work 48 straight hours, you know, to make this happen. Shaiv is about the same thing. And then it starts. And then in the afternoon, uh, it's to put everything in place. But what people don't know is that Jaive has a big team that he has to set up for the kickboxing in the main dojo, which is 27,000 square feet. And they start on Thursday. The ring comes in, they set up the ring. They got to set this up, put the chairs, get tables, that gets big. And the meet and greet is in another room. And in that other room, that's 9,000 square feet. And so we have to prepare everything there. So we've got big crews of people working around the clock and they make us look good. You know? mm. so, so that is fantastic. So Anche, that's Friday. Yeah. And then Can I chip in for one sec, Anshi, before we get to Saturday, because I want to get into yeah. the, the, the event so people can get specifically interested. But I want to go around the horn on something that I think is probably an obvious question, but I'm really curious to see what people have to say. After three, maybe four years of online martial arts, I mean, we had World Martial Arts Live where we had over 30 yeah. countries. We've had the Zoom classes, even Punch Kick Choke Chat has connected us with Japan and Belgium and you know Hawaii and everything. I wanna start with you, Hanchi Terry, and then I'll go to Hanchi Legacy. Why is it important to be back in person when I can just train with someone from Japan online? Well, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself and I've been doing a, I'm back doing tours. I had a big tour in the spring and I had big chances that online you learn the technique. You could see the technique, you can practice the technique. And most of the time you were alone when you were training. But when you're in a room and a thousand people, you got a lot of sweat equity. And if you make a mistake, the teacher is there to see the mistake, mm -hmm. right? So you, there's nothing like if, all, if martial arts was all about learning from a book or learning from a video, it would still be good because my generation, we learn from a book and, and then we train. But it's when you practice and you make a mistake and your partner makes you pay for the mistake, that's one. But when you're at an event like Capital Conquest, you will come back a lot smarter. Your IQ in martial arts is going to go up. But your energy that you're going to get from that is going to make you go back to the dojo and train harder like you've never, never trained before mm -hmm. because you've missed being in your dojo. You miss being in front of your sensei and learning. And I don't care where you are. You cannot beat the one-on-one -on -one or one being a group of a thousand people and doing your magic, you know, mm -hmm. so and. And don't forget that Capital Conquest, there's 30 different dojos in one big room. So there's 30 um, classes going on at the same time. Um, you have a kickboxing class, you've got a Kabuto class, you've got a BJJ class, you've got karate and different styles and Kali. And it, it's, it's like winning the lottery and <laughs> at the martial arts lottery and being there and, and you're a little kid in a candy store and say, Oh my God, I can do this. I can train that. And all the teachers are awesome. We have some unbelievable instructors over there, which a little bit later, I'm going to touch on a few of them. 
right on. Hanchi Legacy, why is it so important to get in a room together? Or is it, you know, what's what's the diff? Why should we come back together? Well, you know, we're humans, eh? We need, <clears throat> we need that personal contact. A lot of times you can just feel some things off of different persons. Plus, you know, a lot. You, we would never get to meet any of the guys who may be personal heroes to us, except at Capital Conquest. Like, mm. this is a great event. This might even be the, if not the, one of the greatest events ever in, in the world, you know, bringing people together like that. And personally, I like to go around and see the old, guy, the old guys that, you know, are few and far between now. I, since mm. Jarian and I must go back 45, 50 years, something like that. You know, that's a good part of somebody's life. And what if this is the last time I see him? Um, even as a martial artist, I've seen him hundreds of times, but every year is a really important event for us. And then uh, meeting people like the champ, guys that you sort of idolize and uh, just saw him on TV, knocking everybody out, but standing beside the guy, like I said, let's go stand with him in the ring. And I, I thought I was pretty lucky. I was one of the guys who got to walk out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it's personal. It's good because of the personal contact. Right on. Thanks, Hanchi. Sensei Suino, wh wh where do you go with that? Well, 100%. Meeting the people in person is just absolutely wonderful. You can't get 100% of somebody on Zoom. Um, but as far as the martial arts goes, um, you just can't understand what it's like to stand across from somebody, feel the impact of their punches, um, mm -hmm. roll with them, uh, have, you know, Hunchy Legacy drop his fist on your forearm or lay a, a round kick in your quads. Um, that's a, that's a um, uh, welcome back to reality <laughs> moment um and i'm sure there's many people on the call that could bring you back to reality in that way as well so yeah there's just you know martial arts is physical it always has been always will be and if you can't be within a reasonable proximity of somebody you're getting a, a pale imitation mm. of the of the real thing uh we'll go to sensitarian and then you sensitive offense sensitario um where do you go with that well uh Sensei uh, Legacy touched on it uh, right off the bat, the human connection. Mm. I think it's really, at least for me, uh, it's, 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 and I, I can speak for a lot of people. Um, you know, we haven't seen each other. You want to, you want to touch, you want to feel, you want to, you want to smell, you want to, you know, dance with people. You want to, you know, exchange uh, the human element, the human energy that, that you feel you, you just can't get. I did some virtual classes. And uh, the first lockdown was fun because it was a bit of a, a challenge. Second lockdown, uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. Third lockdown is fine. I don't think I want to do this anymore mm -hmm. because I know that there's some people at the other end that uh, I'd like to see. And I'm hoping that you'd like to see me in person as well. And so uh, that human connection and the people that I've, I've been with the uh, Hanshitarian for 51 years. Um, and for Capital Conquest, I haven't missed one. Um, I was able to, in some instances, be a part of the organization, and sometimes I was just a teacher. When I, I, I shouldn't say just a teacher, it's a privilege to be a teacher there. Uh, amongst the great teachers of the world, Alexei and, and Skullberg and, and, and uh, Murkowski and 
there's a whole bunch of great people that I really, really enjoy seeing and meeting. And, and even when I was a younger uh, athlete, uh, these guys were shining already. And so uh, it's always a pleasure for me to see, you know, my past friends and make friends that, that uh, uh, hopefully will last for a long time. Thanks, Sensei. Sensei Dauphin? Uh, so I agree with everything that's been said. And we could probably just go keep going around the horn on this question. All <clears throat> Um, but for me, there's a couple things. Uh, I'll take a practical approach and I'm, I can't say how proud I am that we did world martial arts live together. I think it's like one of the greatest things that we could have all done together. And it's so cool that we did that. Cause I think it helped keep our community together. <coughs> people hope at a time when they were really in despair. So that was a great event. But the practical side of me is that there is no consequence to zoom training. Mm -hmm. When you make a mistake, you don't know you made a mistake because somebody's not punching you in the head. And when you make a mistake, you know, your leg isn't getting like turned in the wrong direction. So to me, that's Zoom's cool, but that's not not for actually nobody's going to be a black belt in Zoom training in mm. our dojos. Um, so that would be the practical side of it. The other cool thing is I think when you go into a room like Capital Conquest, if you've never gone before, you got to be brave enough to walk in that fucking door the first time because you're going to walk into a room with like thousands of people there. But the cool side of that is you're going to train with new people you never met and you're going to make new friends that you never knew were going to be your friends and they're going to be lifelong friends, mm -hmm. lifelong friends and training partners. Um, it's going to happen. I guarantee it. Uh, I saw a little glimpse of it just recently in May. So that's my answer. Right on. I just want to chip in with one thing that has as much, but also nothing to do with the martial arts. You know, uh, I call it the glue, which is the time in between, you know, with my senseis or my students in the hotel or grabbing the coffee when you got the hour break. Like the, the road trips we've done are where we've become family and form those deepest connections. I mean, if I, if I commit fully for an hour on Zoom, the second I leave meeting, I'm still just in my house and I go back to my normal life. But carving out a weekend for each other means that I'm changing my life for the martial arts. It's being changed by the martial arts. So I love that gluey aspect and who knows what it'll be for this weekend, but I can't wait to find out. And just even road trip down on, uh, to get there. Yeah, Hansitarian. I got to just add a little something to what everybody's saying here. You know, it's like, um, yes we're teaching but we're also training right you don't get a bag of popcorn and watch all day you know we all got to do what we got to do and i'm going to speak because suino sensei is a very good eido teacher and i know some other eido people that are looking for a good teacher so he's going to teach but at one point during the weekend i'm going to have a private class and I'm going to have maybe four, six, or seven of the, of the people I know that are in EIDO seriously. And I'm going to have a private room for them. And I'm going to say, Soino Sensei, take them to this room. And I'm going to call the guys, tum, 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 and you go with them. And you spend an hour. And now it becomes uh, a little bit more advanced stuff that you're teaching. You, 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 it's teachers training teachers. And then from there, when Capital Conquest is over, because of that connection, the people that live maybe a thousand miles from uh, 
Ann Arbor will be making a call and say, Soyo Sensei, come to Quebec City, for example, or come to another place, maybe in Europe, because this year we're doing something different. You talk about Zoom. We're going to Zoom two classes at, at every hour to a so many schools around the world that cannot come to Capital Conquest, and we're going to give the Zoom free. So we're going to have about 10,000 people training at Capital Conquest on Zoom, and we're going to have maybe a thousand training live. So when the people see that, and they're going to say, oh, who is this teacher? I've seen some magic on the floor, and I've seen some people do things, and I go, boy, I want to see this again. How do I get in contact with this person? So if you're not at Capital Conquest this year, you're going to miss a historical event. It is as simple as that. And if you're there, there's a black belt lady who was with Bill Hines' group. Her name is Christiane. And she says, the first time I went and I just looked because I was scared and intimidated and there's up to 10 band teaching and training and, and whatever. But once I saw the, the, the friendship and the great atmosphere, the fantastic people, the language, the training, the body, everything was perfect. She says, this year I'm coming to train and I'm bringing some people with me. Mm -hmm. So this is how martial arts grow. I, it's easy to sell to a beginner your program, but people that come to Capital Conquest, definitely they're open-minded because they're not open-minded, they don't come. It's as simple mm. as that, right? If they're open-minded and they watch and they say, oh boy, this is what I wanted to learn. And look at this teacher, how good he is. And the connection gets made. Alain Sayi, who travels the world, when he finishes Capital Conquest, he always has five or six new groups that want to hire him to teach because he's got something to offer. If you're a fighter, and you want, or you want to better your striking techniques, well, you got a guy like Jean-Yves Theriot, 23 times world kickboxing champion, a GOAT in kickboxing. Mm. Uh, and this year we're making a striking section with those uh, water-based bags that you can punch and kick. We're going to have about 30 or 40 of those. We're going to have the hand. It's going to be a gym. Then the other one's going to be a dojo and the other one's going to be a kabuto room. It, it, it's going to blow everybody's mind. And we've got a few little surprises and secrets that are way, that we're keeping that will just unfold. So people are going to go, oh, wow, look, it's over here. We're not going to have fireworks, but the fireworks will be in your mind from what you're going to see. <laughs> so it's, going to it's going to be great. Um, Champ, Sensei Terrio, um, what, was, what was year one like? Tell us a little bit about year one. Well, um, that's... The, I've, I was thinking about that today, or recently anyways. I was still fighting at the time. And uh, I was sort of an exclusive, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be exclusive to anybody. I'm, gonna, I'm a freelance uh, striker or, or, or fighter. And uh, Hans Terry invited me to come in. I said, yeah, I think I'd like to, to go and see that. And uh, the, the group was a little bit smaller, evidently. It grew over the years. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I did meet some guys that I thought, wow, man, I'd like to be part of this. I, I taught a couple of classes. Um, and on my, on my uh, tatami, I had guys like Alain Sayi, And I had the guys like uh, Berkowski and, and, you know, uh, Roberto from Spain and stuff like that. And, I said, and these guys are like, um, 
amazing uh, uh, martial artist. And I thought, wow, this is, uh, this is a little scary because uh, I look at these guys and it's like, it's, an, it's unbelievable how um, graceful they are when they're, when they're showing something. So, and um, it, it, was a, it was a reveal, it was a, a life-changing event for me. Um, the direction, I did a lot of seminars before and I was on my own, I would travel the world. And uh, when I did this, I said, I think I'd like to, you know, sort of hook up with the uh, World Cup of Do number one, obviously, and then uh, Capital Conquest. I will not miss uh, any one of these events. And, you know, a lot of these uh, large, large, larger than life instructors have their own uh, training camps as well. Uh, it's an imitation. It's an imitation. Evidently, there's a... Uh, Hans Schutterian is the, the number one. He's the best. He's the goat of goats. Um, and um, uh, so we get to travel and meet people. And uh, for 30 years, I've been doing that. And I don't know that I want to travel alone anymore. Mm -hmm. Thanks. He is the goat. Uh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he is the goat. He is the goat of that for sure, and he's uh, just happy to be with the band. That's all he is. Right? Yeah, well, that's it. that was Ringo, Ringo Starr's uh, line. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, Hachitarian, when you coach, something on this too is that, you know, as a teacher, if, if you teach in your own school and you've got twenty-five students, all is good, okay, and um, then you're teaching and there's sixty other instructors. It elevates your skills as a teacher. It really does, you know. You, you look and you see somebody, Alinda La Rosa, who did a, a, an audio podcast, mentioned something. She said she was a black belt from NSAE, moved to First Dan, moved to Canada, and started to train with us and went up to Fifth Dan. But she says, I go to Capital Conquest, and I'm taking notes, and I'm looking, and I said, this is the Iceman. This guy, I watched him fight. And with a front leg, front kick, he's hurting people really bad. <laughs> and he's finishing them. So she said, I took his class. And I was doing a, what I thought was a great kick. And Jean-Yves came over. He says, yeah, that's pretty good. But watch. If you put this way and this way, boom. She says, all of a sudden, my front kick from the front leg is twice as powerful as what it was before. And she says, now I teach my student to do it that way. So as a teacher, you're going to have fun. You're going to meet a whole bunch of other instructors and friends and people you haven't seen and movie stars and, and masters and world champions. And that's the magic of the weekend. But if you look carefully, somebody is just going to tie his belt and you're at a distance and you're going to watch him tie his belt and say, Hey, this guy's pretty good at tying his belt. And I'm exaggerating maybe over here, but it's good. And if you see that, you know, um, if, you, if you soar with eagles, it's pretty good. Well, this, these guys are eagles. And then, mm. and also, you know how you learn from white belts and yellow belts when they train and you teach them and they do something which is a mistake, but all of a sudden you say, well, wait a minute, that mistake, if I move here, it's not a mistake anymore, and it's better than what I was doing. Well, as a teacher, we get that. I've learned so many teaching aids, so many teaching approach. And, and as a teacher, 
my goal is to, it, leadership is about producing leaders. And I've produced a lot of leaders, mm -hmm. but I get the little bit from everybody. And then you put it together. Look, there's a guy, I think I see his name, Doug Kinispo. Mm -hmm. I watched Doug at Capital Conquest for a few years. Nice guy, nicest guy in the world. And he's on the mat and he's training and he's doing something good. And one year I said, hey, Doug, you want to teach a class? Uh, yes, go over there. You're teaching a class. You give the guy an opportunity and you realize he's got something to offer. And now he's the leader of the bank and the sensei passed away recently. So he is the head guy. So he's picking up some good things at Capital Conquest and other camps. And now he's coming. He always brings uh, 10, 20, 30 students from his group. They come in. They have fun. It's a social. It's a road trip and the training that they do. So this guy, because maybe, maybe, because Capital Conquest gave him an opportunity to do something, when I'm long gone and the years are catching up with me, he's gonna be the kid that's gonna be able to come out. And I say a kid with respect, you know, he's younger than me, but he's the one that's gonna to start to put it there. And we've got young, young black belts, if you want to, that are learning everything and they're sponging everything that we do. A lot of them, you will see their teaching and what they do in the old days, they would start to write down what you've been teaching. They write down what you said. Today, they take their phones and they tape you. Don't rest assured, you don't see it all the time. They go back to the dojo and they've got something to work with. That is what the Capital Conquest gives you. That plus a thousand photos, a whole bunch of autographs and... Uh, it's like Angie Legacy said, you know, you're meeting some of the stars that you have not seen in a long time, and you realize they're all approachable. You realize that you can go to any of the instructors there, ask for a photo, an autograph, say hello, high five, ask questions about this and that, and they will all tell you what you want to know. And if they don't, they don't come back. It's as simple as that, you know, so it... It, I, I could I could tell you thousands of stories that happened at Capital Conquest with a great result. Here's, another, here's a great testimony. Neil Prime, that we all know from the Shintani group, Waduru, Waduka. And it, it last, the last Capital Conquest was uh, 2019. Then we got shut down. In 2019, he was there with his wife. He was a friend of Bill Wallace. He's a student of Bill Wallace. He came and worked the corner. But he said, I came alone with my wife. This year, I'm bringing 30 students with me. That, that, to me, is an incredible testimony. Because what he saw was good enough to bring 30 people with them to train and share that kind of excitement and that kind of drive. So I think that's pretty good. Well, if he's watching, we're bringing more. So is he? The <laughs> challenge. He needs to up his game because we're bringing more this year. So. Throwing down the gauntlet. Sensei Nofa, I know you got something you want to go around with. Still got three weeks. I love uh, Sensei Prime, by the way. Super great guy. Love him. I'm just joking around when I say that. Um, not really, though. We are bringing more than 30. But um, <laughs> having said that, this is a question that I have, and I'd like to direct it. Uh, to people I'd like to if everybody's okay people are watching this they'll watch it in the future 
there's often things that people don't see. This is something, Hachitarian, that I learned from you. You said to me once, people are going to try and do this, but they won't be able to do it. They're going to think they can do it, but they won't be able to do it. They're going to plan it. They're going to try and they're going to miss so many details, right? So I want to go around the horn because I know obviously the champ kickboxing event since the legacies run like a premier uh, karate tournament in Canada for like 45 years since Sweeno's done permissions, crucible, different events. Um, obviously we've already established uh and you're the goat. Um, for people who want to promote events, like what are some of the details that you would shoot out there to say, you don't know this and you need to know it. Don't give them the deep, dark secrets. Just give them a couple of breadcrumbs to help them out. <laughs> what that would be. And you know, it's, I'm not going to say too much, but the one thing I'll say is for the last couple of weeks, I've been waking up early, like thinking about capital conquest. And then I go, this isn't my event. I can go back to sleep. <laughs> right. Like, but, but that's one of the things that happens to me when an event is happening. So let's, uh, let's go to you champ first. Like you're planning this kickboxing event. You said about your lists. What are the, some of the things that are happening with you like a month before and then a day before, like where? Yeah, well, when I started uh, promoting, uh, I wasn't sure I was going to be promoting first of all and uh evidently uh having the best uh, promoter in the country alongside me uh john told me or hanshi told me um make a list of 100 items that you have or 50 items and and do them all on your own and that's what i started to do i made a list i needed i need you know obviously to get a, to, to get a date book the ring the doctor the fighters the da, 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 and um that, that's what I did. I, uh, if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. That's the simple as that. And so uh, I'm, I'm really very grateful to have him here long. Uh, still, uh, Hanshi Terrian is going to work around the ring with me. Actually, he's going to work. He's going to be directing around the ring. And I'm in the back room directing the, the fighters and stuff like that. So if it wasn't for him and his contribution at uh, the Iceman kick, kickboxing program, it would be one hell of a hard job to do. <laughs> that's for sure. Thanks, Jim. That's a legacy. You've done very big tournaments, three, 400 people in the room. What's it like months out before compared to a day before? What are you doing? How are you working that? I'm just going to pass on this and just like, guys, don't worry. Okay, uh, I guess what I found for the first time and every time is it, invite 10 times as many people as you want to have there. <laughs> and maybe that's not, maybe that's not enough. Um, but I, and, and that goes for the work involved too. When you're promoting an event, I just feel like people underestimate the amount of work they're going to have to do going into it by a factor of 10. It is a lot of work. Um, but you know, that's okay because it ends up being a great event. And then I just love uh, what the champ said. Um, I make a list on day one and that list grows organically as I do stuff and discover other things. Um, and I'm checking that list at two in the morning before a 6 a.m. event. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's key. You can't keep all this stuff in your head. So um, it, it sounds so simple, but it's really critical. Thanks, Tensor. I'm gonna go to you, Ben's, for any thoughts before 
I go to uh, Hanchitarian. But one thing I, I do want to chip in as well is you do need a team, but you probably don't need the size of a team that you think you need. You probably need a smaller, more focused team. That's another thing that I learned, right, is you don't need 300 people doing 10 things each. You need five people who can all do 300 things each. Mm. That's, that's what you need. Um, Ben's any thoughts and then kick it over to Hunchitarian. Yeah, I'll be real quick about it. I mean, I haven't organized this type of thing for martial arts on this scale, but if I'm producing and directing a film, you know, it's the same kind of machinery. And I just, I've never found anything that works better than over-preparing. And then when it starts, let it find its life. Uh, Cause it's too late at that point to control much. Thanks, Ben. Hunchitarian. Well, everybody said some great things and they're all true, you know, like uh, everything that everybody said. And that's page one. And first thing you know, you've got another 25 pages like that. And but the main thing is you listen to the people that uh, when you speak about martial arts and I, I'm fortunate enough that I travel and I do seminars and my life is is 99 percent martial arts people. These are our friends, our families. My grandsons are now doing kickboxing, champ, in Whitby. Yeah, yeah. Be fighting next year, maybe on, on your card. So everything is surrounded like that. My two sons are black belt. My wife is a black belt, you know. So when we meet people, I listen to what they say. I speak a lot. I talk a lot. But trust me, I listen to every word and I sponge everything that people say. What they like about martial arts and at Capital Conquest, Anshi Legacy and I are at a certain age now where the, that generation, but there's two more generations under us. There's the, the uh, Randy generation and Sean generation. And then you got the younger one like Robert, and then you can have almost some of the kids. So all those four generations, they all need something a little different. Pick and choose your instructors very well. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not going to send, if I've got a group of about 30 kickboxers that really want to fight and they really want to, to get in there, well, I'm not going to go and do the class. I'm going to send Jean-Yves Theriot or Ben or Daryl or experienced people. The details of everything that you do. You know, when you said you wake up early, I wake up early sometimes, I don't even sleep, but I write the details down. Jean-Yves used to say, I'd send him some email in the middle of the night, early in the morning, and he'd say, you've been working the night shift again, because it never stops until capital conquest happened, you know? And then you have to give more than what they expect. And sometimes you have to make a little bit of an experiment. You have to experience things. Um, we, um, we, we you, you lead by example, so I do that, but I try to be the person that's going to show up with something new. This year, I'll, I'll go back to what I mentioned in my last talk about EIDO because we have Sueno Sensei here. I got a class of him teaching the other EIDO teachers. How about that? How about if I had a class of kickboxing, all the kickboxing instructors, and Johnny Terrio teaches them, only the kickboxing instructors. And how about if I have, you know, they think about this, we have four, four genuine, serious, credible, pent down teaching at Capital Conquest. That's unheard of. 
We have Anchi Legacy. We have Anchi Borkowski, Bach Ko in Chinese martial arts. And we have Miguel Ibarra from New York in Aiki Jiu-Jitsu stuff. Four, maybe I can learn something from them. And I definitely can learn from all of them. So it, when you see this, it, it, you rub on them something good. If you have the look at me, I look good, watch my technique. You know, there's some teachers I know and they are so good. But they teach for them. It's look at me how good I am. I can throw and throw three kicks over there. Well, I can't do that, but I maybe I can make you kick over there. So you, you have to put that in. And then what is also you have to remember is that everybody is important. When somebody in your school is a white belt and he walks in, the first time he walks in, he's scared, he's nervous, it's a martial arts school, he's watched the wrong movie, or he thinks it's Cobra Kai and he's going to be great. And so you have to handle them as a beginner and reassure them. I start my class the minute, I don't care if I've been up for two, three days, but the minute I put my foot on the mat, my energy shows up. And you've heard me, I go, hello, everybody. I get their attention. They go, wow, this guy's either crazy or he's nice. <laughs> that he's nice. You know? So you put that together. And, and if, you, if you give them a little bit more than what they expect, I've seen a lot of teachers teach that are so bloody good. I've learned from them. And the people that come up, you will see at Capital Conquest, what, Here's something I've always said. When you teach, they'll remember at best, at best, they'll remember 5-10% of what you teach in one class. But they will remember 100% of you. So if you fail and you pick your nose and uh, you're not polite with somebody, you've just maybe ruined somebody from, from, uh, from training. So that's when you teach. But to do the promotion... Holy geez, when you said you don't need a big team, it's true, but you need some great leaders. You need somebody, my wife looks after uh, registration. That's a hell of a job, you know? I've got for the, 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 uh, the dinner on Saturday night, there's 620 people sold out coming for dinner. And the room is gonna be beautiful and this and that. I've got Michel Royer and I said, Michel, you've been doing this with me for long enough. It's your baby now. So I went to the venue, I showed him what we need, you handle it, and, and here's what we need. So now I have to go back with him two, three times. So you train your generals to make sure that they're good and that they're ready. And it's the same thing when we're going to be doing the Zoom classes all over the world. I'm going to need guys like Robert, who is such an expert and so good to train some people to make sure it's happening. And then you got to get the people for the show at Kabuto Mania show. And when you have 30 training areas at the same time, think about that. It's like 30 dojos. Mm -hmm. And I'm up on stage and I look at it and it's like, we got to get this ship going, right? So at noon, I say, boop, boop, let's go. And I, and I have a, a brief talk with all the instructors before 12 o'clock. And then we move on at noon sharp, everything starts. And I stay there and I watch. And I put people that have experience at these events for the first class. So you give a chance to the instructor that is excited to teach. It's new, as Jean-Yves said, 
to teach a capital conquest, it's an honor. I mean, I, I don't take, some people would pay me to teach, but I'm sorry, you can't teach, you know? And I don't tell them that, and I don't say why. You know, some of them are listening, well, I'm sorry, you know, but it's not the reason. But maybe I'll do something on the second day, give them a break and check them out. So if you do all that and your team is ready, uh, it's not easy, but you know, we have something in martial arts that very few other sports have, we have discipline. Mm. And we come up to the students, okay, everybody line up, they line up. And then we say on mat number one, you, you, if you send some, some of the instructors on a certain area, they have too many people. In other areas, they don't have enough. So sometimes I want to introduce a good teacher and I'll say, um, Good teacher number one on mat number 17 with good teacher and I say, put the two of them on the mat and he'll break in the other guys, you know? So, uh, you know, like I remember when I started, I, have a, I had a break, I was a fourth band, the instructor didn't show up. My teacher at the time says, you take that mat. I took the mat and I never looked back. I was ready and I was, and I never asked but I was ready to go. So when you teach, it's one thing, but when you build the event, while everybody is having fun and, and uh, enjoying a company of other people and having a beer after the event, that is so wonderful. I'm up in the room and I'm working all night because day one is starting tomorrow and then day two. And we have people to pick somebody up, not everybody, but a lot of people, we pick them up at the airport we have two, in August, we sold the Sheraton Hotel, 140 rooms, sold out. In September, we sold, uh, before the end of September, the Best Western Hotel. Now we've got people all over town. Uh, so it's a lot of people. And people that comes from Europe, it's also a holiday for them. They spend thousands of dollars mm. to come to Capital Conquest. You want to make sure that they're going to have a good time. So. When you give them more than what they expect, and they people used to say, you're picking me up at the airport. Some people, I still pick them up. And they said, that's unheard of. But if I'm stuck and I've got somebody coming in, I might say, Jean-Yves, can you do me a favor? And I know if I ask him, for him to say no, it's something I don't understand, right? Or, or something that happened that I didn't know. But between us, when Jaive is looking after the fighter, the stress to be a promoter is when he fought, it was not stressful, stressful. He was focused. When he's training all the fighters to bring him in, it's stressful. So when, when we start, I look at him, all he has to do is a certain move, I go. And he's got a good team. And if I see somebody is not happening, so you got to, you got to make sure that you're on your game all the time. Teaching, we're all good teachers. We all know the martial arts, but as a promoter, you got to be on your game 24-7. So I want to chip in with a question that um, I'm going to start with you, Sensei Dofe. I'm going to sort of flip the order of our last one. You know, everybody on this call, me the least amount, but Sensei Dofe, you're a master of multiple arts, but you're going to this event. So I'm asking you, but I'm asking you as well for people listening who maybe don't know as much as you do and, and everyone else on the call. What would you suggest or how are you approaching learning from a bunch of new people? Like, how are you walking in there as a student when you already have so much knowledge? Well, it's a good question, but I'm, I'm not a white belt walking in. 
right? Like I already know who Jean-Yves Theriot is. I already know who Alain Saï is. I already know who uh, Cesar Burkowski. I know who these people are. I know who to seek. Mm. Um, and I already have an expectation of what I'm going to get when I go find them. Um, the one thing I would say for me would be, uh, and Hunchy Terrian touched on this, is looking around and finding somebody new that you weren't seeking. Mm. That, you know, you, you looked and you were like, oh, I didn't know anything about that Johan Skelberg guy, but look how awesome that guy is. I better slide in there and, and do a class with that person. So I guess I'm just going in all that stuff you said, take all those ranks, put them off the side, wrap your white belt around your waist, get in the floor as a student and just learn as a student, right? I would encourage everybody to walk on the floor as a student. And I'm, it's the, being a student is what we all started with. So you got to go back to your roots. There's nothing more beautiful and more uh, rewarding than learning something right i mean you could be old and that physical thing boom we all have sometimes uh, new teachers at capital conquest are a little bit stressed to get going but once they get going they're darn good you know so uh go back to your basic that's good randy you know uh champ sensitario how would you how, what would you tell someone coming in and i mean you're you're one of the best kickboxers in the world arguably the best and you're going as a student every year how do you help someone empty their cup who's showing up trying to do that the well, best kickboxer in the world ever of all time. Not arguably. Thank is. you. <laughs> I, I go in um, very innocently. I look around. There's a martial art. There's something in that room for me. And there's something in that room for everybody that's going to step in for the first time or the 30th time. Look for it. You know, leave your, forgive uh, the, the term, but leave your ego at the door. Uh, what you've done it's all great and dandy, and I'm sure that you're recognized for it. Uh, but what you're going to do that particular weekend is important. It's important for you. It's important for your students. If you are a school owner, it's important for your students as well. Because you want to bring that, you want to bring, you want to try and, and relive that enthusiasm and that excitement for weeks and weeks after the event. And that happens a lot. I mean, we talk, you know, people get around, we gather around, did you, oh, did you see Skullboard? Did you see a, uh, uh, and they say the movement that he did and stuff like that. So we want to try and keep that going. And, you know, as school owners, obviously it is um, um, a recruiting uh, period. And if we can invite people to come in for the first time and they talk to their friends about the martial arts that they've been doing, uh, it's a winning win-win situation. Thanks, Jim. Um, Sensei Suino, how about you? How do, how do you go in there empty or what, what are you looking for? What do you think about? Yeah, I, I don't think that's difficult at all. I think you walk in the room and man, you just look and you'll see it. You know what I mean? Like you'll look around the mat and you just go, holy crap. Look at the way that guy's moving. Um, uh, just our recent event in May, there were, there were uh, just some really wonderful surprises. People I've never met, but just, you know, maybe you see their face and then you see them move on the floor and you just like, I got to have some of that. I didn't do enough in May. Um, and because of teaching responsibilities, I'm sure mm. I won't do enough in November, but personally, I don't have a problem with it. I I'm really good at what I do and I'm, and, and there's a whole lot I don't do and I would love to get better at it. So uh, it's pretty easy to be excited about what's coming up. You know, you know from, yeah. from what, 
I'm sorry, go ahead, Sean. Oh, no, you, you, if you want to tag on, Hunch Taren. Uh, you know, sometimes some students will come to me and say, um, who should I train with? My, my answer is so simple. What do you want to learn? Mm. We have it. What do you want to learn? You, you want to learn knife technique. Well, there's a guy from Greece called Michael Kosivakis. He looks rough on the outside. Uh, he's a brilliant teacher and he can slice and dice like nobody else can with a knife, but he'll show you how to defend against a knife and he knows his business. Okay, well, take one of his class. And it's the same with Skalberg. Skalberg comes in with Kelly sticks. Man, this guy is, uh, is really rocking it and he's good. But all the instructors are like that. But here's, here's the beauty of something. You're going to bring, you come to Capital Conquest and you bring 10 students. And they have such a wonderful weekend. They, they, it's, it's really a weekend for martial artists like none other weekend. They go back home and they go back to school or to work. And what do they talk about? They talk about Capital Conquest weekend. Hey, this weekend, we went to Ottawa. We went to Capital Conquest. I learned this. I learned that. But that Papa, I saw a show. You should have seen this. He's exciting the people he's working with. He's exciting the people at home, the people he goes to school with. And they decide to do martial arts now because of that person. And that person lit them up because they went to Capital Conquest. And new benefits, it's the schools that supports Capital Conquest. So it's a win, 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 win for everybody. And everybody leaves. Everybody leaves, including me and all of us. No matter what rank we are, we leave a better. When we leave Capital Conquest, we're that much better than when we walked in. It's, it's magical. It, it, you have to live it. And those that have never been to Capital Conquest, try it. Come in. And if you don't like it, don't like it, come and tell me. And I'll, I'll find out why and I'll reimburse you. It's as simple as that. Because it's got everything that you need. Everything. Uh, from, from, I, have, I have some guys, they're in their 80s. They're not training now for 20, 30 years. And they, they, I, I tell them, come, you're going to be a VIP. I give them a VIP pass and they come during the daytime and they watch the classes. They have medical problems. They can't train anymore, but they get, they get on the high. They call me and talk to me for hours on the phone the following week. I said, well, now I'll go to lunch with you and bring four or five of them. And I call them my gang that can't kick straight no more, but we can talk about the old days, but they come to Capital Conquest and they rejuvenate back 40, 50 years when they were in the game and they were fighting and they, and, and they always tell me, I can't believe how good the people today, mm. how good they are compared to the 60s and 70s. Not better, but they are more good people today than back in our day for a lot of things. Not everything, but for a lot of things. So it's good magic. Hans, Legacy, how, how do you, I mean, God, you've been doing this over 50 years, you're a 10th degree black belt. How do you walk in and <clears throat> learn? Well, really, you know, it's, it's sort of exciting when I, I like to go in there and see uh, the younger people coming up, like the guys like Randy, and then the, the, the people right behind them, because you sort of keep your, your finger on the pulse of martial arts, you know? If you stayed home, you know, you just, it's just like going stale, right? Mm. So. 
And then I like to listening to, uh, as people get older, you get better teachers. I like to listen to the teaching methods, the way they sometimes get things across and sometimes a different bunkai or explanation of, uh, you know, the art that you're doing. You know, people from Europe and that, and you already have different slants on things. So you learn in that way. You don't need to learn something new. Sometimes you just need to learn something new about something that you already know. Makes you a bit of a deeper martial artist. That's, that's what I like about capital conquest. Look, like Sensei Burkowski, Sensei Therian, Sensei Therio, uh, all you guys. Um, it's the guys that are real martial artists. It's uh, sort of like being at home. That's it for me. I, I, um, and then I, I just enjoy being away, <laughs> having a good time with all the guys. Um, I just want to add one thought to this as part of the sort of host chat ideas. Like, I actually, while we were talking, I just scrolled back in my photos, and it was November fifteenth, twenty fifteen, since the Suino, where you had the crucible. Cause I got a photo of my Porsche. I came out and it was covered in this much snow. And uh, I've been doing martial arts since 1993, but that year I found jujitsu with you and said to my teachers, do you mind if I try this? They're like, of course. And now my karate has expanded, but I've, I've changed, I changed my life through a seminar, not unlike this slightly different, but all of a sudden you, you might go to this event if someone watching and you might literally find a martial art that's adjacent or extra that will literally change your life um or you yeah. might realize the one you're doing is horseshit and you need to move <laughs> to another better one <laughs> you get you get a lot of people like uh Jaib can attest to that you know we've been teaching for a long time and i'm sure Angie and then the sensei so we know the same thing you have students that will come to you and did say you changed, but you made a difference in my life. You you changed some for the better, you know, always for the better. So when you see that, it's great. And you know, there's another side uh, at Capital Conquest that is pure fun, pure fun. And uh, for most of us, for 99% of us, and it's the Kubudo Mania show on Saturday night. We... We, we go to the dinner or we go for after we finish training, we go back to our room, whatever. But at 8.30, there's a show. And they come to the Kabuto Mania show. And this year, um, I rented a screen that's nine feet by 14 feet and it's an electronic uh, screen. And I've got about 10 or 15 countries that I've done a demo, sent the video. We're gonna do an opening and shoot it on the screen. And the demos are three to five minutes. After, then there's a live demo on stage. Then there's a video of, say, France, a live demo. Then we have uh, a video of Norway, then a live demo, and then it's Spain. So we're able to entertain ourselves by watching a demo as a show. But I've got some people on that show that I, I, they're fantastic, you know. Uh, I met a champion from from Tunisia, Jean-Yves. You've been there to, just before the pandemic, and this girl is a, a kata champion, and she was a fighter. And the, she's in Ottawa. And a friend of mine referred her to me, and I went to see her. And she's been here two years now. And I saw the videos where she competed and everything. And I said, "Okay, you want a break? 
how would you like to do a kata at the Kobudo Mania show? I don't need anybody else, but I want to give her a break. And I said, but don't miss, you know, you got a month to train. And if you're sharp and you're going to be good, I'll put you on. And if you, you understand what I mean, she said, yes, because I said, there's going to be a thousand martial artists watching. Most of them are experts, you know, so you, you don't want to fail over here, right? So you, you, you go and you end your day watching a show. You're on a high for three, four weeks before Capital Conquest. Friday night, you, you get a photo op, you get a typo concert, you go to kickboxing, pure energy, you scream, you yell, you have a couple of beers, you talk to all your friends over there. The next day, you're training for four hours. Then you rush home, you come back for the dinner, you go see the show. Sunday morning, you're excited, you start at 10 o'clock, but then you realize at two, it's over. It's over and then it's the closing ceremony and it's all those that did exams, their, their promotions are at two o'clock. And, and the weekend just flies by, but you're on pure adrenaline and the energy is so high from, from the instructors down to the person that only had their first class at Capital Conquest. Mm -hmm. and, and the beauty of it too is for the kids. We, we, have, we have two or three mats of strictly kids. And I pick and choose the teachers that go teaching the kids. I've got some guys and girls that are unbelievable to teach kids. You know, Ben Ladoussard's brother, Bobby Ladoussard, he's 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he's a monster size when he's with the little guys. But he's such a great teacher with these people. And, and the kids are having fun, and, but they're learning also. So if you want to learn how to teach kids, watch Mike Wall. Mike Wall from Sweden, uh, great teacher for everybody, and so is Bobby. But when they teach kids, it's, it's amazing. And so uh, we've got something going on from Friday, 6 o'clock, until it's 48 hours, not even 48 hours, but we got eight events in that 48 hours. And you can participate in one, two, or all eight of them. So it's exciting, it's coming very soon. So you're, you're talking so much about teaching and it's so funny because um, since an old fan, my <laughs> track teacher, he, uh, he just texted me a question to ask that I literally had written down, which is why we get along. Um, so I want to start with you, Sensei Suino, and go around the horn a bit. And I'm going to end on you, Hanshi Terian, because then I want to add another question. Sensei Suino, and I'm going to ask everybody this, why are you excited to teach? What excites you about teaching at this event? Ooh, everything. Uh, there's going to be a ton of people in the room, a lot of students eager to learn, uh, and I love teaching people already know a lot of what I teach, right? Challenges me, allows me to help raise their game a little bit. Uh, man, I could go on. I know we get a fairly short time. So uh, those things I mentioned, 100%. Sensei, uh, Terry O'Champ. Well, I'll tell you, uh, um, I love teaching because I keep the people that have taught me, I keep them alive. They taught me some great stuff that they, they, they provided an opportunity for me to have a good career. And uh, it's, a, it's a, a testimony to them. I love teaching the things that I learned from Hanchi Terrier uh, and a lot of the instructors that are on the mat um, at Capital Conquest. But the people that are, when, I were, when I was younger, when I was a younger uh, blue belt and brown belt, um, um, 
those people, I want to try and keep them alive by um, validating what they showed me. Love that. Sensei Dauphin? Yeah, I just got to say, I'm going to pontificate on that for a while. I like to teach because it keeps the people that taught me alive. That's a really powerful statement, I think. Um, mine's going to be less powerful. Um, uh, super, super excited and a bit uncomfortable and a bit nervous. And everybody on this call knows that if I feel uncomfortable and nervous about something, I'm going to go do it. Like I'm going to go do that thing that makes me feel uncomfortable and a little bit nervous. So that's cool. Uh, if you had asked me, um, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, you're going to be on the floor teaching at the same event with Jean-Yves Terrio, uh, Hunchy Alan Sai, and named these names, I would have said, you're crazy, right? So there's a point of pride there. And one thing uh, for a long time now, since Legacy and since Suino and I have talked about events like this and how do we crack into that? And I'm really extremely proud to be able to go on the floor with my teachers um, at the same event. I'm, I can't, it, it makes me feel emotional when I think about it. I'm extremely proud to be with them at that event. Good. Thanks, Sensei. Hanchi Legacy, what about you? What, what, what excites you to teach this? Well, you know, when it gets around my age, I hate to say it that way, but it keeps you active. Keeps you uh, um, so you, I can help pass on to Crane and um, still being part of the art, not just drifting away, but a, a way of hanging on and until my last calling, I guess. So, uh, and it's great to be around good instructors because when you're around a good gang of persons like that, you advance yourself as well. There's always room for advancement and capital conquest is that place. Hey, Sensei Legacy, before we move over, I just got a text message from uh, Ben Lidesor and his text message, because he must be watching, I'm not sure which one, but he said, nice hat, but my hat. <laughs> you, should oh, yeah. up. you should let him see your sweatshirt because then he'll... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Sean. That's Ben. That's Ben. It's all good. <laughs> Everything comes second to the abs. <laughs> okay. So. Um, oh, Montreal, yeah. Could I ask, are you going to have more Montreal Canadiens back this year at Capital Conquest? You, uh, John, you had one last time. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, well, we, we're going to do things. I just want to make an analogy about my teaching at Capital Conquest or any other camp. Some years, it's so busy, it's so big, I don't get a chance to teach. I, mm. I, you know, like it, it, it's got to ride high, So, uh, but I love to teach. And I compare this to music. If, if you're a musician and you practice with the band, Okay, so you're practicing and practicing and practicing and then you go home and you do your chords and then you learn the, the songs and then you practice again. Now it's gig time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Liverpool, the Beatles. Well, they got to play the song now. Right. So that's like us, you know, like when we we um, when, when I for me, as I teach, I get all the energy from the people. You walk on the mat and everybody's got big eyes and they're looking at you. They're like, 
deers looking in the lights of a truck and they don't move. They want to see what is he going to do? Well, I turn it around real quick and that energy comes to me and then together we do something. And, and there's nothing like teaching for me. I just love the, the, the fun of teaching and helping people and creating that. But when you start, when you're at the podium and there's things you guys don't see and there's things that I'm going to say it to everybody that's listening, but watch the magic. I go this way. Every instructor has a list of what time they teach and what map area they teach. Okay. And of course, what they're going to teach. So the students look at that and they say, okay, I want to do this. I go to number one. I want to do this. So it's on number 14. I want to do that. I go there. Then I go to the instructors and I go this way. Map number one, Randy. Map number two. Mr. Zolino, map number three, Iceman, and I go on down the line. Then I look at you and I said, Randy, start. Mr. Zolino, start. If I don't do that, the teachers sometimes are the deers in the light because there's so many things happening and then everybody starts. And within two, three minutes, you feel that energy is rising. Like it's, it's hard to explain. But on November 4, 5, and 6, you're going to feel that energy and that magic. And to all those listening that are not teachers, you're in for a treat. And you get to pick and choose who you want to train with. You don't like what I teach, but there's 59 other teachers there. I'm sure one of them will be teaching what you'd like, you know. So you go and get over there, and then you uh, it's... Look, the best thing at Capital Conquest is to be a participant. Mm. You know, like, like the teaching is great for all the instructors there. And the, those instructors also train, right? So, it, you know, one time we were at a camp and you see Jean-Yves Thériault in a pair of shorts, like kickboxing shorts, doing Aikido. I mean, Aikido, when you're a kickboxer, it's not really the same movements, okay? So, but he had fun training. Mm. So... It's the same thing at Capital Conquest. The best thing is to be a participant. And the best thing is to come down. And those of you that have got a friend at the dojos, like Alessa, he says, you got a car? Put two, three people in the car, go to Capital Conquest. Show up, have fun. You don't have a hotel, don't worry. You can sleep in your car or you can find a place to sleep when you're down there. So it's good. So I'm waiting for everybody. I am so excited this year because I think it's going to be a record year this year. It's going to be so many people and so many new instructors also. For those that the habitual people coming, you're in for a, a historical martial arts weekend. And please go to the site, capitalconquest.org. All tied together, capitalconquest.org. And you can register online, which means when you get there, there'll be a a sign that says pre-registration done. You go there, you, you will, they will have your envelope, your name, they give you everything. You got your, your bracelet for the weekend, you got your tickets for the kickboxing, you've got everything. And then you go and train. It's as simple as that. If you're not registered, you can register at the door, but it's gonna take a little bit slower, so come a bit earlier. And uh, we only have, <clears throat> machines for uh, for credit cards so if you come with cash 
It's a little bit faster than punching it in the machine, but try to register before. It'll save you a lot of waiting in line and you will be having more time to meet the people. And Palais des Congrès is big, it's huge. So there's a lot of space for everybody. We're gonna see everyone in just a short period of time, November 4, 5, and 6. Actually, that's awesome. Thanks for helping us wind that down. So we're gonna go quick round the horn with the rest of us and just talk about our thoughts on this event. And then we'll uh, we'll wind her up, Hanchi Legacy. What do you wanna to say to say goodnight on this? Well, we said everything. <laughs> I don't think there's anything left to say, except uh, I'm excited about going. Can hardly wait to see everybody there. Thanks, Since right. you know, good job, John. Thank you. Super looking forward to it. This will be my first Capital Conquest, uh, and you know, I love Ottawa. I love all the folks on this call. We've gotten to know so many wonderful people. Um, just being able to hang out, see everybody, do some martial arts. What more do you want? Life is good. <laughs> Champ, Sensitario? Yes, I'm looking forward to this as well. I mean, we've been away for a couple of years. I'm looking forward to seeing my friends. Simple as that. Sensei Dauphin? I think I want to echo the champ, and I want to mention some names. So, like, obviously, in addition to seeing the champ and seeing Hanchitarian, I really am looking forward to seeing Ben. It's so nice that he texted while we were talking tonight. I love that guy. I'm so happy I got to meet him. Um, I really am looking forward to seeing Lauren Bernard, Sufer Bernard, another great guy. Rudy, Hanchi Sai, Neil, Doug. Like, I can't wait to see these people and be on the floor with them. I'm, And then not only be on the floor with them, but then just all the laughs and all the stuff that's going to happen um, outside of the training. It's going to be an amazing weekend. I just can't wait. Uh, like Chris, better than Christmas for me. Thanks, Sensei. And I just want to add, you know, that I just always feel so honored to be included in these conversations and to be part of this crew and to have met so many people virtually and some in person. Um, but I feel like I've walked through some new doors during COVID thanks to this show and thanks to my teachers bringing me with them. And I just can't wait to deepen those relationships in person. I can't wait to see you, Champ and Hanchi, and in person and everybody else who I'm just tasting the beginning of our relationships. And that's the most exciting thing for me when I think of my next 50 years in the martial arts is yeah, the training, yeah, the training, yeah, the training, but the relationships and to deepen them on that weekend, it's like, forget it. I'm the luck, I'm the kid in the candy store. You know, it's, it's a real treat. This is great. Then I'm going to say something here now in closing. I'm bringing a huge truck full of hugs because I haven't seen some of my buddies in so, so long. So he, he Here's something everybody has to do, everybody that's listening. Let's start this at Capital Conquest. It's not my idea. It's Aline de la Rosa who brought this up. She says, at Capital Conquest, I'm going to take five people that I know and introduce them to two or three other people there. And I'll go, Sean, I want you to meet Bob, George, and Alice. And then George, Alice, and Bob are going to introduce other people. And by the Sunday, we have a huge busload of new friends. See you soon, everybody. Register capitalconquest.org and bring your smiles. We're ready. Thank you so much, Hanshi. And I just want to say thanks to Andre Sadashev, Justin Shea, Alden Adair, and Robert Shlumsky. This show does not exist without them. Sensei, you want to talk about what's coming up or should we leave it there? 
Uh, I don't know, since the schooner, do you want to talk about it? Um, we got some, there's a couple of cool guests that we got lined up. Like the one that I'm like super pumped about is uh, if you ever watch cool runnings about the Jamaican bobsledding team, we have, we got one of those Jamaican bobsledders who's a, also a former martial artist who's coming on here. Uh, super great motivational speaker. Uh, Seth Sweeney, what do you want to say about the guests? You've lined the next couple up, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Devin Harris, great guy. Um, um, he and I have had a chance to interview each other. He has an amazing story, and we're going to get dig into that. And this is a story that pertains to everybody, whether they're martial artists or not. Um, but sure enough, I mean, a dude that, like, from Jamaica, was on the Jamaican Olympic bobsled team. How cool is that? Um, and then... Uh, uh, a little bit further down the road, we're having Mike DeMarco on, a longtime friend of mine who published the Journal of Asian Martial Arts, which is a real prestigious traditional martial arts journal that was published for like 20 years. Um, and he also many, many martial arts books. Uh, uh, he's, a, he's a Tai Chi expert, uh, lives out in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, really cool guy. Um, I don't know, the rest of this year is going to be stacked. So, uh, you know, don't miss punch, kick, choke, chat when you're not at Capital Conquest. Yes. <laughs> Check out our new website right below. We got the capitalconquest.org. We're so excited you're with us. We'll see you in person very soon or online very soon. Love y'all. Be safe. Yes. Any Thanks, everybody. Good night, everyone. Mm -hmm.